0: don't wait visit sonobello.com slash save sonobello.com slash save sonobello.com slash save
2: and good evening one and all this is the exxon i am rob mcconnell and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And we come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, and... And iHeartRadio. Now, if you'd like to send me an email, it's very simple. Same address I've had now for nearly 28 years. Xzone at tv.com on all social media sites. Exone radio TV And to find out about the programming we have available for you with our compliments, 724 365 www.xzbn.com. And watch the Xon TV channel where you can watch the exone radio show www.simultv.com. ExoNation, my guest this hour is Julie Robinson. She is an internationally renowned angel intuitive, aspiring author, international speaker, radio host, energy healer, and teacher in the fields of self development, spiritual, and psychic growth. Born in Montreal, Quebec, my hometown, and raised and is living now in Calgary, Alberta. Her website is Julie's Julie Spiritual Healer. And Julie, welcome to the X-Zone.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here.
2: You know, Julie, I have to tell you, angels, my favorite topic, because I believe in angels.
0: That's very powerful.
2: Yeah. Very powerful. I, I really don't understand how people can believe in UFOs, Bigfoot, ghosts, Loch Ness Monster, and all the other anomalies and phenomena that we have in this great big world of ours and not believe in angels. So tell me. <laughs> right. So how did you how did you get involved as a uh, as an angel reader, angel intuitive?
0: Well, you know, I think I've always talked to angels but mm-hmm. didn't really know what that was called. I just thought everybody was hearing what I was hearing, so I never really bothered to say anything but I actually got discovered in 2008 by another angel reader, and she told me about my gifts and sort of validated for me that it was the angels that I was hearing all that time.
2: And what were, what were the kind of messages you were getting from your angels?
0: You know, really a lot of compass guidance, That, Mm -hmm. like, behind-the-scenes information, like, they would say to me, for example, like, oh, you know, your uncle's soon going to run out of money, or, you know, this and this person is going to get a divorce, this relationship won't last. And and I just thought it was common knowledge, but I was always hearing it, you know, always.
2: I'll tell you my story on why I believe in angels. When I was a young boy, we lived in Park Extension in Montreal, and uh, park extension was the melting pot you know the Irish the Greek the Italian the Portuguese it was a wonderful place to grow up and back then baby food was in those tin cans and back then they didn't understand that the tin cans could actually cause um, the, the the baby food to spoil to the point where the child ingesting the baby food could actually get tomain poisoning and die Well, my mom and dad fed my brother uh, the baby food from the can. My brother got violently ill. They drove me down to my grandmother's while they took my brother to the hospital. While at my grandmother's, all the family congregated like they used to in the olden days. And while there, everybody is waiting for the bad news. Well, I was in the kitchen with my grandmother. And I was looking towards the pantry and there was this, this being in white with a beard and the bluest eyes. I can, I've never forgotten his face and he was smiling at me and I smiled back. And my grandmother said, who are you smiling at? And, and I pointed and guess what? There was no one there. As soon as that happened, the telephone rang. My brother was going to be all right. I believe in angels. I saw an angel. Wow.
0: That's a really powerful connection that you have with your guides, right? Validating for you that everything was going to be okay. That's right. In that moment. Yeah. Yeah, the angels were there with you. Wow.
2: You know, I understand how we can better... Uh, our relationship with our angels, by communicating. But how would you tell somebody who's listening tonight somewhere on this planet that they too can develop a better relationship with their angels? What should they do?
0: They should really get in touch with that quiet, that peace Mm -hmm. inside of them. Right. Because nothing creates a better relationship to spirit than the stillness inside of you
2: that peace, that tranquility, that centering of yourself.
0: Yeah, it's that space in between thoughts.
2: Mm -hmm. I'll give you another example. We have a little shih tzu. Her name is Lola, and shih tzus are famous for back problems. And our little girl had a back problem. We had her to the vet, and we thought that we would have to say so long to Lola. But we brought her home. The doctor checked her heart checked her uh, breathing and blood and everything was all right. So we've brought her home. We've got, we keep her in a little area so she can't walk because of the, the, the back injury. And, and she wouldn't eat. She hasn't ate. She would not eat. My wife and I are sitting outside. I came home for supper from the office and I'm sitting there and my wife is talking about Lola and we're both very sad because we've had her for five years. And we're talking about her not eating, and in my mind i or in my I heard somebody say, "Feed her peanut butter Oh my God so I went to the kitchen, got the big jar of peanut butter, put some on my finger, and sure enough, she started eating the peanut butter. Hmm. so there's another reason why I believe I believe that all you have to do is ask and listen
0: Yes. Yeah, it's so important. It's such a small thing, but it can make a huge difference between not having that miracle and receiving your miracle.
2: Tell me, how can we... um, What are are some of the benefits that you can express to our listeners about uh, creating an angelic connection?
0: Well, the benefits include, you know, first feeling a greater sense of peace Mm -hmm. and calm. And then you will, in turn... Raise your vibration. Right. But more importantly is, like you just said, is you receive guidance that will help bring miracles into your life.
2: And everybody can do this. They're there to help us, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anybody. It doesn't matter what race, what Mm -hmm. creed, what nationality, what background, or what age. Yeah, the angels will help each and every one of you.
2: I'm sure our listeners are, are wondering where angels come from. What is the origin of the angels?
0: You know, angels are of God. That's what the prefix E-L mm-hmm. means, of God. So I, I feel like they originate from God. They're an extension of God. They're like God's hands or God's fingers.
2: Are there different types of angels? For example, on Valentine's Day, we all know about the cherubs. And we've heard mm-hmm. of guardian angels. How many different mm-hmm. types of angels are there?
0: Okay, well, first of all, there's at least 17 different types of archangels. Wow. And that's just like the basic list of archangels. But there's more, but like basically I could name 17. Those are like the managers in terms of the hierarchy um, of guardian angels. And everybody has at least two guardian angels. Um, and then there are actually romance angels, which you reference to sort of those cherub-looking angels. Yes. They're a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. They have a bit of a different vibration. And then there's of course seraphim and cherubim and and virtues. Yeah. So yeah, there's different different kinds of angels for sure.
2: How old were you when you started talking to the angels?
0: You know. I think I was always hearing them but I started talking back around 13 when they told me that I was psychic and I was like very skeptical. I was like, well if I'm psychic then make it stop raining right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I would challenge them.
2: And did it stop raining? Um, so,
0: yeah.
2: Did it stop raining?
0: No. <laughs> I don't think I have that kind of power, Rob. <laughs>
2: uh, all right. Stand by, Julie. You and I have to take our first break. Exxon Nation, Julie Robinson is our special guest. We're talking about angels this hour here in the Exxon. And if you'd like more information about Julie or maybe contacting her for a one-on-one consultation, her website is juliespiritualhealer.com. That's juliespiritualhealer.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Julie and I will return on the other side of this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. back, everyone. Julie Robinson is our special guest. Julie is in Calgary, Alberta, and her website is juliespiritualhealer.com. Julie, it it seems that children are very adept and very, very in tune with angels.
0: Yes, yeah, that is true, and I think it's because, you know, they haven't really developed a strong Mm -hmm. identification with their egos yet. So that creates that opening where they can easily receive information, but then also share that information with us without that fear.
2: So do you believe it's our ego that blocks the ability for, for many people not to be able to communicate with, with angels?
0: I, I th- The ego itself is just there. You can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. but it's more the identification with the ego. It's when you then believe your thoughts that slows down our connection.
2: Now, um, do angels have calling card characteristics to uh, help us recognize them?
0: They do. Yeah, they absolutely do. Mm -hmm. I'd say that probably the biggest one is that feeling of bliss. Oh, yeah. Where you just feel wrapped in love, and then you know that they're with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also give us short, repetitive messages, right? Like feed or peanut butter. It's short. Yes. There's no story. There's no story there. It's not a long explanation. It's just feed or peanut butter. Right. And we hear that in our inner ear, mm-hmm. where we get like a picture in our mind.
2: Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I feel bad for people who who have never experienced being touched by an angel. Because once you've been touched by an angel and you know that they are really real, it changes your life forever.
0: It can, because it creates that space, Mm -hmm. that opening to the divine where we feel we're not alone and that we're loved unconditionally.
2: That's right. Unconditionally. And that is a key word in life, because that is something that, as, 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 as a human race, we have lost over time. And I believe that as we progress to this new awakening this new dawn that we're entering mm-hmm. that unconditional love will start you know taking over again and once that happens this this great planet of ours will be unified again
0: yeah I think, you know, love is really Mm -hmm. the most powerful, powerful energy of all. And, yeah, it can do all things, including that, right? The reunification of people in this world in a new way.
2: I would imagine that there are many times that we unknowingly make our angels sad.
3: (laughs) Um. Hmm.
0: You know, it's it's interesting that you say that, but if that were true, then it wouldn't be an unconditional love that came from them. Well, well... Unconditional means there's no condition, meaning that... E- like, I have to disagree with you here, because even okay. if you did something wrong or bad, and I'm not abdicating, like, committing a crime or sure. going out of your way to get into trouble or to sin. But a lot of people, that's the biggest misconception that they have is that when they do something negative, that mm-hmm. somehow the angels move away, or we make them sad, or we make them dislike us, or we create a, a, a disconnect with the, with the guides. But it's the total opposite, Rob, yeah. is when you F up, when you sin, the angels move closer to you and they love you even more.
2: Well, I, I wasn't meaning that, that we repel them or that they pull back. Like, I'm, I'm a dad, six kids. 12 grandchildren, and I love them unconditionally. And as you know, kids do things that make their parents sad. You don't love them any less. You know, you kind of put your arms out and bring them back into the fold and, and try and make everything better. That's what I meant.
0: Mm, okay, I stand correct then.
2: Yeah. What is...
0: Has... I, I, okay. You know, I don't, I don't... The angels get sad, though. That's my okay. gut. I don't feel like they, they get sad for some reason, and I don't have a, like a logical explanation as to why not, but mm-hmm. I, I would say no.
2: You know, on this show, you don't need a logical explanation. Your word is good enough. <laughs> okay, cool.
0: Thank you.
2: What has been your biggest aha moment when it comes to either an experience you yourself have had with an angel or somebody who's come to you with an experience that they have had with the angels?
0: Wow, I mean there's so many stories mm-hmm. that I have received from people with angels. Probably patience, you know, and to trust that guidance even if it doesn't make sense. The story that comes into my mind is my client Donna. She had seniority over a coworker and she had, you know, rights to the first vacation and you know those vacation times that you can take at work. Mm-hmm. But her angels guided her to give over her time to a colleague. And she heard them say that. Um, even though she was disappointed, she told me that she gave up her vacation time to her colleague. Um, her, vaca- her colleague needed it, I think, for a health reason. And then as a result, she won a contest on the radio. Like, oh, wow. Um, yeah, that week. And she and her family won like a trip uh, to like a tropical island. So the angels kind of compensated her for that and, and for listening.
2: Can you sh- can you share another story with us?
0: Okay. Um, you know, I, I've received numerous stories of the angels sort of pre- uh, preventing things. One I, that comes to my mind is mm-hmm. is actually happened to me. I was uh, driving with my daughter from home from a grocery store, and she was really restless in the backseat. And I kind of turned inwards to my angels. I was like, what to do? Because, you know, I was distracted from my driving. And I heard them say, as clear as day, give her a cupcake. Give her a cupcake. Um, and I argued, because in my mind and how I grew up, and I don't know, you, maybe this is you too, where you were taught you don't have dessert before dinner. Exactly. So I was like arguing with my guidance, and I said I said to my daughter, you know, um, and to my angels, I was like, no, I was like, eat your potato salad. So she whips <laughs> off the slid, she's eating potato salad not more than two minutes later, a pedestrian just suddenly crosses the street and I have to slam on my brakes and that potato salad went flying all over my back seat. And I thought, Oh my God, what do you know? I'm wrong about the potato salad. Um, so naturally I gave her a cupcake right after that and every day for the next three days. Cause I learned that, right. you know, like obviously I should have listened. So yeah. Um, just give her that cupcake, right? It wouldn't have made such a mess. They know where the good breaks are. Like they, they know where danger is hiding. I think that's sort of another, like the big realization is they just know.
2: We all, we all hear about Michael, the archangel, Gabriel, the angel. Um, who are some of the other more prominent angels that, that you deal with?
0: I would say probably Raphael mm-hmm. is a huge angel that I've worked with ever since 2008 because he helps with healing. Um, and as you know, so many people are praying for miracles regarding yes. healing and mm-hmm. their health. And we do get so much guidance around how to be healthy every day. So I really work with him as much as possible. Um, but then I also work with the Archangel Uriel. That's a U R E L, the angel, the Epiphany angel, uh, because. Um, I'm always in this spot where I, I I I'm open to ideas, ideas of how to be a better person, ideas of how to help people, and that epiphany angel is just great at uh, at giving us those those brilliant ideas.
2: Can you tell who has who as a guardian angel?
0: Sometimes I can. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, especially when people call into my show and I can't see their face and I'm on the phone with them like you and I are on, on the phone right now. I can't see your face. Right. So because the absence of my ability to see with my physical eyes, mm-hmm. my third eye opens up more and then I I just naturally go there. I scan the person and then that like their angels pop up and I see like either a grandmother figure or I see their guardian angels or an archangel standing next to them.
2: Where can listeners listen to your radio show?
0: Um, so there's a link on my website uh, under radio. I'm also on iTunes, and then, of course, blogtalkradio.com. It's the Angel Heart Talk show.
2: Oh, okay, but are you on any terrestrial radio stations?
0: A terrestrial?
2: Yeah, you know, like an AM oh, FM mean, station. Car- uh, no, no, no okay. I'm on
0: online radio. Oh, okay,
2: I that, that's super. That's a blog talk radio and iTunes, and they can go to your website at juliespiritualhealer.com and get that information all right Um, listen, what I'd like you to do over the next uh, little while as we're getting ready to go into our commercial break over here I'd like you to scan me and when we come back from the break tell me who my angels are would you do that? I sure will, Rob. All right. Stand by, Julie. Exonation. Uh, Julie Robinson is our special guest. Uh, she is an internationally renowned angel intuitive, aspiring author, inspirational speaker, radio host, energy healer, and teacher in the fields of self-development, spiritual, and psychic growth. Born in Montreal, Quebec, and that's where she was raised, and is currently living in Calgary, Alberta. Once again, her website, www.JulieSpiritualHealer.com. Now, before we go to our commercial break, just a couple of reminders. Number one, the X Chronicles newspaper is still available and is available all the time, each and every month, each and every new edition with our compliments, 92 pages minimum at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. The paper this month has been downloaded in over 20,000 cities around the world. So with the message is getting out there. People want to learn. People want to know. But people are tired of all the negativity and all the sensationalism that they face each and every day. That's why you and millions around the world are listening right now to The X Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
1: Oh, e
2: Welcome back, everyone. For all the programming that is available as a member of the Simul TV channel, all you need to do is go to www.simultv.com. That's S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. There are over 120 specialty channels, and the only paranormal channel on the entire Simul TV network is the Exxon TV channel. And on the TV channel, you have Mysterious Destinations, CalCourse Investigations into the Paranormal, the Exon Radio and TV show, um, Paranormal Conferences that, that have been videotaped. And you can see many people, including Stanton T. Friedman, Grant Cameron, uh, Stephen Bassett, just to name a few. Now, when you buy your TV top box at Simultv, you also get over 500 video games included. You're also able to interact on the social media while you're watching movies or TV or playing games. It's a wonderful thing. Do me a favor. Just check out www.simultv.com. Julie Robinson is our guest, and her website is juliespiritualhealer.com. And before we went to the break, I asked Julie to scan me and tell me about my angels. So Julie, the microphone is yours.
0: Okay, so as I tune into you, what comes up for me mm-hmm. are two, uh, two spirits. Right. Um, I want to talk about the grandmother figure for you. That's on the other side. Mm-hmm. How do you connect to um, a, a woman that was older with a great smile? She had very like a long chin, a round nose, like but a long face with very friendly eyes. She had curly hair, which I'm I'm guessing might have been blonde when she was younger, but it sort of went ashy blonde and then gray as mm-hmm. she got older. And they showed me she always wears an apron.
2: Well, that sounds like my grandmother.
0: Perfect. So please know that she's with you and is stepping forward. Okay. Um, they I also have orange angel around you, which is identified as Gabriel. And Gabriel's on your right is on my left. And when I asked Gabriel uh, what he's here to help you with, he said to help you to, to clear, to keep your energy clear and to, to have your vibration stay connected to the divine.
2: Okay, clear my, my energy. How do I do that?
0: Well, I think you can just ask him to clear your energy, ask okay. him to clear and open up your chakras.
2: All right, that makes sense now, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can absolutely do that for you. Okay, I thank,
2: I thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Um, can we unknowingly slow down the connection that we have with the angels?
0: Yeah, we absolutely can. And, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about how thinking is involuntary. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that our thinking is usually very negative, very repetitive and fear-based. And it's 100% not psychic. So if we could stop identifying with that addiction to thinking, it would be very helpful in speeding things up in terms of our angelic connection.
2: That, that brings up another point. How do, we, how do listeners know when it's an angel talking to them, giving them a message compared to their own thoughts?
0: Right. So the angels like we said earlier is very short, very repetitive. Like give her peanut butter, right. give her peanut butter, call him now, call him now. So it's short. Whereas the ego is very long-winded. Oh, you know, I uh, I shouldn't email him because he probably doesn't want to hear from me right, right. now and and I'm just going to get rejected. It's like more negative, long-winded. That's your ego. It's that fear, that insecurity.
2: So, tell our listeners how they can incorporate, uh, you know, calling upon the angels in their daily lives.
0: You know, I would really suggest to create a routine, because although this is a spiritual practice, there's a sort of a a discipline Mm -hmm. aspect to it, and I would suggest four things. Number one, do everything that you can to really incorporate that feeling of love within you, and just get that vibration loving. The second thing is really develop a consistent relationship with your angels, so keep calling upon them, and then follow the guidance that you receive, even when it's difficult. But most importantly, is know that you are worthy of receiving good.
2: That goes back to love, because if you can't love yourself, no one else can love you.
0: Right, and when you feel that you deserve that love Mm -hmm. and that you deserve good, what I'm saying is you get into agreement with what the angels want to give you.
2: So is there a connection between miracles and working with our angels?
0: There is. There really is, because when you work with angels, you Mm -hmm. automatically raise your vibration. And as per the law of attraction— when our vibration is higher, then we will naturally attract and receive these blessings more easily.
2: So is there any way that we can increase our frequencies to increase the number of miracles that we get?
0: Yeah. is just be grateful all the time and talk to your angels instead of worrying.
2: Wow. What is the hardest part that people have when they try to communicate with angels? Is it the uncertainty that they're there? Is it the inability to, to ask for assistance? What do you think it is?
0: I think it's all of those. You know, I think we're stubborn. We want mm-hmm. to do things in our own strength, and we want to say, like, I don't want help. I mean, it's not just with angels. Sometimes we don't even want to receive other humans' help, right? Because we're, you know, we're very stubborn human beings. But I, I think as, as well, like you mentioned, when we talk to angels, it's the issue becomes, you know, the, the glasses which we see the guidance mm-hmm. through, because our conditioning of our past, whether it's our childhood or what we believe or things we've been taught, sometimes we're seeing the message through that lens, and it kind of clouds it, so... Yeah, I think you have to be really just open and say, okay, I don't understand this. You know, this doesn't agree with my upbringing, but I'm going to trust that I'm hearing this.
2: I also noticed that when you do the Body, Soul, Spirit Expo in Calgary each year that you provide angelic interventions. Can you tell us about that?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, So angelic interventions are channeled messages, and Mm -hmm. they're dedicated to healing audience members through angel readings and communications. And they're designed to initiate realizations like forgiveness, peace, um, and clarity. And I, I really love doing these, Rob, because they're, they aid people in crisis, such as people that are suffering from depression. Right. And uh, those people that are really disconnected from their purpose in life, but more importantly, people that have long-withstanding health issues.
2: Are you noticing that more and more people are coming to the Body, Soul, Spirit Expos in Calgary and that the ages are getting younger?
0: I, I definitely feel like the numbers have always been really big mm-hmm. with the Body, Soul, Spirit Expo, but I would say um, each year more people. Skeptics come, more people come, and they they bring more people. Right, and and they do vary in age. I mean, there's some old people that come, but yeah, they there's a lot of young people that come too. It's really cool to see how open they are.
2: Wow, well, you know, uh, here we are in the year 2018, and more and more people are looking to the unknown for answers even in this great world of technology that we're in, why do you think that is?
0: Can you ask me that question again?
2: Sure. Here we are in the year 2018. Mm-hmm. We've, we, you know, we are in the prime of this civilization's technological age at, to this point, and yet more and more people are looking to the unknown for answers and for help yeah. in their daily lives. Why do you think that is?
0: Okay, good question, because when we have all so much access mm-hmm. to technology in the world of form, it actually pulls us away from our center, and so we start to really identify and create a relationship with what we see, feel, and can touch, and that often does not bring us the answers that we seek. The answers are within, but because we get so disconnected from that center, then we start seeking... You know, information elsewhere. Then we start getting readings from people. We start going back to church. We want to go and talk to a priest because we have lost that connection, that answer that resides within us.
2: Are we getting more and more connected humanistically, and are we breaking away from the from the technological re, uh, technological quest for immediate answers on uh, using our our handheld devices?
0: I would say yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think it's both getting stronger and it's getting, like it's getting stronger yeah. and it's getting worse, but it's also getting less and it's getting better at the same time.
2: All right, Julie, stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exonation. Nation Julie Robinson is our special guest this hour. She is in Calgary, Alberta, a native of Montreal. Plug Montreal. And uh, Julie's website is juliespiritualhealer.com. And, uh, Julie and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast studios and center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget you can get the current edition of the X Chronicles newspaper at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com and 24-7, 365 programming on the Zone Broadcast Network. And don't forget the Exxon TV channel on simultv.com. Thank you back. Julie Robinson is our special guest this hour, ExoNation, juliespiritualhealer.com. First of all, Julie, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a great pleasure having you with us. Um, tell me a little bit about your your aspiring author career.
0: Yeah, so uh, back in 2009, I was guided to write a couple of spiritually-based books, uh, which I did. Mm-hmm. I followed, followed that guidance, and I wrote a book around miracles and um, how you know you develop the chakras in your body and that helps you to live everyday miracles but then I uh, a couple of years ago was guided to write another book about just a practical guide on how to manifest miracles so I've written those books and um, yeah I really enjoy doing that and, and feel that when it's time for them to be I guess picked up then that will happen I'm really excited.
2: Well, I, I'm, I'm sure that there will be those out there who will be looking for your books because this has been a very informative hour. Um, you also do self-development um, teaching. Mm-hmm. What kind of person or what kind of classes do you conduct in order to build a person's own self-development or how do you, how do you guide them through the different stages?
0: Right. So I'd say the biggest way that I support people and I have for the past 10 years Mm -hmm. is through my angel counseling practice. And the types of people that come have all kinds of different issues from, you know, um, money, health. They have issues with their love life. Mm -hmm. um, And really the aim of the counseling is to help people to become aware of what it is that they do you know, and how they show up with the people in their lives, and just to give them healing messages and guidance to work through that so they can be all that they can be.
2: Now, you're also, I believe, a psychic. How does this help you as being an angel reader or an angel intuitive?
0: Well, I feel that I hear messages mm-hmm. of what it is that you need to work on right now, and i believe have the angels bring up things that only you would know to really validate that connection that you already have with your angels. But more importantly, is I'm able then to hear, see, feel, and know what it is that you need to heal and move forward in your life.
2: And um, do you also give psychic readings, or do you just? I do. do. Okay, you do. So yeah. if,
0: Ange, they're called angel readings. Angel readings. Yeah. Uh,
2: And uh, all the information on how the people can contact you to to get their very own angel reading is available on your website.
0: Yeah, it is. It's at juliespiritualhealer.com.
2: Do you find that we used to have psychics come on the show years ago, every Friday night a different psychic for a couple of hours. And I pulled the plug on that because you'd get the same questions all the time. Am I going to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright? Am I going to get that job? Am I going to get a job? Am I questions that were coming across that, well, in order to do anything in life, you yourself have to make an effort. Do you think that people, at times, look to angels or look to you as an intuitive, and the other members of the psychic community that are out there and other. You know palmists or or tarot card readers for an easy way of of getting things done instead of wanting to do the work. For example, I remember asking a lady who called in three times to three different psychics if she was going to find the man of her dreams, and I said, I finally said, "Well, what are you doing to make this happen?" Well, um, what do you mean are you going out? Are you meeting people? Are you going to social events? Well, no. So how do you expect to find somebody? So where does the role of an intuitive or psychic start, and the role of the person who's asking the questions end? You know, it, it. I've I've often found this very confusing because you go to a psychic to get the answers, but the answers the psychic gives or the reader gives are based on the actions that you're going to take.
0: You know, for me, how it, my gift has always worked mm-hmm. is I always get guidance steps for people. Right. Always. So nobody has ever gotten a reading from me where it's been like, he's going to show up in March mm-hmm. and you don't have to do anything. I've never given those types of readings. I'm just not attracted to that type of energy as just a person. Right. And so I always say, you know, I see somebody coming through for you in March, but I'm hearing your angels say that you need to let go of your control issues in order to bring this in and to make this work.
2: So what you do is you help them along the road. You don't drive them to the destination.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only reason I got agreed to fulfill this mm-hmm. part of my destiny was that I could help people. I don't want people to be in pain and to suffer and, you know, to have to call three different psychics. I want them to get the message to heal. Right. Right? Because if they need to let go of control issues, chances are it's not just with men they have that issue. It's probably they have control issues with your mom and, you know, possibly their children too. So I can see all of that, so I say all of that.
2: Uh, Another thing we used to do, we used to go to all the different psychic fairs in the Toronto, Hamilton, Niagara area. This was when I was with CKTB, and uh, it came to a point where I, I, I just said to the station manager, I said, I'm not going to do this anymore, because you'd go there and you'd see the same people at all these different events, and you'd see them going to the same psychics, and you'd always know when the psychic gave them the information that they wanted to hear, because they would leave. You know, they'd go to the first psychic, and now second psychic note, third psychic note, fourth psychic note, fifth psychic That's what I want to hear. So they leave. Mm. What, what, what advice do you have for our listeners on how they can develop their own spiritual and psychic growth so that they won't have to go through these kind of trials and tribulations?
0: You know, everybody can talk to their angels and receive answers right mm-hmm. now. You don't need to look outside of yourself, but sometimes you might need that validation. So you might be hearing to change jobs. Mm -hmm. You might be feeling like I should leave this job that I took for the money and, you know, the situation is making you miserable and, you know, you've been guided to maybe become a nutritionist instead. You know, I think if you receive that message over and over again and it feels positive for you that that's your angels guiding you, uh, but sometimes it can be helpful just to receive that validation from getting an angel reading, because then I can say validate that for you and say, you know, that is what you're hearing. You know, I would bring it up first, though. I wouldn't wait for them to tell me. I would say, you know, have you been thinking of changing careers into becoming a nutritionist? So, you know, it just depends. I, I don't really judge people for getting readings because a lot of, you know, we all have insecurities.
2: Mm-hmm. But, Rob,
0: it's all from trauma people that have you know really lived through trauma and it makes them insecure
2: that that is so sad but I'm glad there's people like you out there helping them
0: oh thank you for the
2: compliment you're welcome I I love what I do you're a mom how old should a person be the youngest age to come and get an angel reading that might be able to help them on their journey through adulthood
0: I think when the time is right, it's different mm-hmm. for everybody. I have moms bring and dads bring their children to me, at, you know, through the past 10 years. I've been doing this at different ages. I think if, you know, your child is having nightmares or is struggling with an issue and you feel like you've sought medical help first and, you know, you really just want to make your child feel better and you right. can't find a way, if you feel guided to in your situation, then I think, you know, then that's how you know.
2: We've got about two minutes left, Julie. I'd like to give you the opportunity to give your final thoughts to the listening audience of the Exo Nation tonight. Well, what message would you like to get to them?
0: Oh, wow. I think I would really like to speak about overcoming trauma. Mm-hmm. Because over the past 10 years, I realized that those are the types of people and clients that I attract. People that are overcoming trauma and how important it is to incorporate the angels in your life um, when you know that that's what you're getting over. Because the biggest problem in our society, Rob, is people who have been abused or who have undergone trauma of some kind, they don't feel good enough. And because of that unworthiness, it causes so many problems, and they attract over Mm -hmm. and over again, problem after problem. So I'd say to you is the first step is recognize that it was actually trauma, that that's what that was called, that you went through. And then start to work with your angels to overcome that pain, that sadness that, that you carry every single day, just so you can start to feel peace and so you can start to feel clear and healthy.
2: Julie, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. And... Um... Keep the great work up. Don't be a stranger to us here in the Exxon. And uh, Exonation, if you'd like more information about Julie, her website is juliespiritualhealer.com. Once again, Julie, thank you. Take care of yourself and uh, say hello to the angels for me.
0: Thank you for having me. God bless you.
2: God bless you too, my dear. Exonation, um, that was Julie Robinson. Once again, her website is www.juliespiritualhealer.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell, and you're listening to us on The Talk, Star Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, and iHeart Radio.